Hey y'all, Treasury here with Picture Me Living. It's a holiday weekend here in Atlanta, so just use your imagination with all the things that are going on right now. It's a lot of grilling, it's a lot of parties, it's a lot of people in town. Yo, I'm in your city. It's a lot of that going on right now. And I'm in the house catching y'all up because it's my duty now. To get into some things with y'all. Talk to y'all. And I'm going to go ahead and plug my business. I'm going to drop this episode the same day. Why not? I got a little time today. So I'm plug my business. 50% off picturemeliving.store. The sale ends um, Monday at 11.59. Memorial Day. And everything is 50% off. And if you haven't already, if you're listening and you haven't signed up for emails or you haven't liked, um, well, you can't like the Facebook page because it's still dead right now because of what happened. Um, the Instagram should be back shortly though. So go like picture underscore me underscore living. Follow me on Instagram, Tracery, T-R-A-C-H-E-R-I. Check out the sale. And if you, you know, already have a shirt or, you know, some items or you just don't see anything you like, you can tell a friend about the sale. How about that? Yeah. Do me a favor. Tell a friend and tell a friend about Picture Me Living. But you listening just really warms my heart and I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your time. And I really appreciate your five-star review. I know y'all like this girl always asking for something. Well, you motherfucking right. Because your ass went to Target the other day and you're going to go again and you're going to go again and you're going to go again and give them folks all your money. So am I, by the way. I'm not judging. (laughs) But I do make a conscious effort to, amen, instead of, you know, buying this Neutrogena, you know, acne face wash, I should stop by this black-owned website who has cosmetic products for acne. Instead of buying, you know, this Colgate toothpaste, um, and I really don't want to give any free advertisement to any business, specifically (laughs) the businesses that I've named so far, that don't need the help. But y'all get what I'm saying? Like it's it's somebody that has their own toothpaste company. I wish I knew this lady name because I do know a black owned toothpaste company. Y'all. I really do. You know what? We can have our own community of and not just black, brown. But the reason why I emphasize black owned is because our dollar does not circulate well within our community for obvious reasons. And I do try to be well aware, cognizant of, damn, I know somebody that I can get this from. Um, I know people right now I'm not on good terms with, but I'm going to recommend their business. I know I'm pretty swell. They don't, they don't make them like me no more. Because who else you know still uses the term swell other than me, you know? Um I'm just a vessel man to encourage people to do the same. That's it. I'm just a vessel man. Less hate, more love. So with that being said, 
just spread the word. And if not my business, somebody else spread the word of the podcast. And I am going to keep asking y'all to do stuff. Um, I think it's only fair. Like I said, I would definitely, definitely go out of my way to support other minority owned business and women owned business. Uh, well out of my way. So I, I think it's only fair. What do you think? Let's get into, I got a few topics today. First of all, I'm going to label this. I don't know what I'm going to label it. I don't know. But I know I'm going to tell y'all I got the gout. So I'm going to label it something like that because I got the gout, y'all. And when I found out the way that I bust out laughing, um, I can't reenact that because it'll be fake. And I ain't got a fake bone in my body. But God damn it, that shit was funny. Because why the fuck do I have the gout? Why in the fuck? Y'all should see my face right now. Why? Why? Why is my right foot fucking tingling little shards of fire consistently? Whether I'm sitting down, laying down, walking. Why the fuck does my right foot hurt so bad? It's like I'm walking on needles consistently just on my right foot and just on a portion of it, too. So I just think that that's really funny, like, because older people get it, specifically older black men. And uh, you've heard about that. (laughs) It's like, hey, man, such and such can't eat that fried chicken. It's going to make their gout flare up. So it's, it's a joke now. I was in a bar last night. Trey, you can't order Trey another drink. You're going to make her gout flare up. Like, it's it's a joke. Everyone pokes fun at me. And it's, it's actually pretty funny because why this bad bitch got the gout? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That is so funny to me. The word is funny. Everything about it is funny. So let me just give y'all a quick insight without giving y'all too much of my personal business. Um, I am reaching more people, by the way sidebar any businesses that are listening and want me to you know want to purchase some ad space want me to talk about your business um and i'll take free products i'll barter absolutely hit me up because this is definitely a growing podcast definitely after that last tiktok i did it's definitely growing so hit me up y'all Anyway, and you know I'm gonna show love to the to the groups that I just mentioned. So <laughs> hit me up, y'all. But just a little quick insight for the people that don't know me that are listening. I was diagnosed with epilepsy in 2020. And um it's not frequent. I definitely had to take a desk job in my career. And you can't talk to airplanes with epilepsy. So it was a blessing and a curse. My environment was getting a little toxic. So, but if I had to pull the plug, I would not have pulled the plug. I would still be talking to airplanes, turn around, cursing on my coworkers, but still separating aircraft and issuing safety alerts because that's what the fuck I did. And I did it motherfucking well. The best, the the best, actually. So 
It's a, I'm going to get into that story one day. Why I got to pop. When you're a black woman, you got to pop your shit. When you're a black woman, you got to pop your shit. And the reason why, I'm going to use this guy as an example. This guy that I work with named Tommy. He's a young white male. Handsome. Was dating young women. He used to come to work with little cute stories and, you know, taking girls out on dates and early 20s, making six figures. Um, He always wore shorts. Very quiet. But nobody knows Tommy outside of his crew of like five to ten people. The crew, which was ours, the crew that came before ours, the RDOs before us, um, and the crew that came after us. So just a small group of people knew Tommy. But Treasury, every person that worked in that building knows who the fuck I am. All 571 people know who Treasury is. You know why? Because I'm a black woman. And when you are a white man in today's society, you will blend in. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody. And it's a double-edged sword. Nobody even cares how you're doing. But when you're content with your life and when you got your mental health in order, that's actually a blessing to go to work and be able to do your job and leave. Nobody's checking for you to see how you're doing. Nobody's going to your Instagram page to see how you're doing, see where you went last night, see where you ate, see who you fucking. Nobody cares. Like we had to prod Tommy and like what what you do last weekend, what you do over your RDOs. Those are regular days off. And our regular days off would span like stupid days, like Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Tommy, what you do on your RDOs? I went fishing. I mean, his life was just so awesome at work because he literally didn't bother anybody. Nobody bothered him. And it's not too many times in my life where I could say that I've ever had a jealous spirit. But that is one instance of when I've had a jealous spirit. It's never females. It's never female friends. It's always been something in my career. And it's typically how white men specifically can go to work unfucking notice. But everybody notices me. Men are trying to sleep with me. Women hate me because men are trying to sleep with me. Um, women want to know what I'm doing. Why Why my stomach flat? I mean, I've, I've actually had a coworker stop me. Do you even eat? Like, damn, bitch, good morning. That is why I had to... Throw that little piece in there that I'm the motherfucking best DJ Khaled. Like, um, when you are a black woman, they want you to be angry black woman. Even though they they say they don't, their actions say otherwise. You were a minute late. Well, Tommy was 10 minutes late. Why you worried about Tommy? Why the fuck you worried about me? Like, that's literally, oh, she's an angry black woman. So... (laughs) That is why I used to always have to pull out my resume. Like, uh, I'm the best at this shit. Actually, let's pull out the black and white paper. Actually, you guys fuck this shit up consistently. Actually, I mean, I mean, we just go sit these resumes down and goddamn, goddamn. So that's why I'm going to pop my shit. 
And I'm going to continue to pop my shit, even though I got a desk job. I'm still the reigning motherfucking champ. Heavyweight. The fuck? But anyway, yeah, epilepsy definitely, clearly that was a toxic work environment. And epilepsy didn't ask for it, got it anyway. But it slowed my workload. I won't say my work down, but it slowed my workload down as far as how fast paced your mind has to work. And it's narrowed down my coworkers from 30 immediate coworkers to only three. So it's a much peaceful environment and uh, way less stress. The medication that the doctor prescribed me, I mean, the side effect and big bold print is suicide, literally. So that's obviously why you can't take that medicine with a heavy machinery or a job that deals with heavy machinery like air traffic control. Um, and I fought that medication tooth and nail. Like I'm, I don't want to take that. I don't even like taking Tylenol when my period is on. I get a heating pad. I try holistic everything. So I looked up holistic ways. Um, and as soon as I got prescribed that medication and even the medication after that and after that, it was always some side effect that just had me down sad. And that was around the time that I experienced a really heavy friend breakup. And, um, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to need therapy. I'm going to go ahead and go see a therapist or whatever. Went through all of that and met up to where um, medicine therapy and holistic really controls everything. I'm in a really good place in life, actually. Um, even though I've gained 15 to 20 pounds, it's a happy weight. It's a very, very happy weight but in gaining the 15 to 20 pounds um i I actually saw a meme that said being a woman is actually all about losing 15 pounds gaining it over again and then repeating the process over and over again and i didn't see a meme that accurately described my life any more than that i mean literally I would gain 15, lose 15, gain 20, lose 12. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. But this time around, um, and gaining a certain weight, everyone does hit a weight where you're like, whoa, now I'm uncomfortable. So I always make a decision like, yeah, this is the limit. For me, it's 170. Um, I'm heavy. The food affects my mood. The weight affects my mood. I know this because when I'm lighter, it doesn't. Um, the circumstances will affect my mood naturally. <laughs> Life will affect my mood naturally. I don't need food and weight to add to that. No pun intended. To add weight to that. So, this time around, this weight gain definitely... Uh, Feel it physically, internally inside of my body, right? Um, more heartburn. And uh, there was one time I had got drunk last year in Houston. And that acid reflux was so bad. Like, I, I it was a drunk where you keep wanting to drink, though. Um, 
But we had ate a really heavy meal while drinking, which hindsight, that was a drunk decision. Usually, you know, you're supposed to eat bar food, but we ate a full plate of soul food. Like, so yeah, that acid reflux was so bad. And that was my first time experiencing it that bad. And I obviously like holistic methods and we'll talk about holistic methods another day. Don't want to really get into that because I have a lot of them, a whole lot. But um, like, I don't even, I believe one time, <laughs> I remember one time, this was with the same person actually that um, I had the acid reflux with. One time I was in, in Miami and I was drunk, had some nasty ass Wendy's, not sure why. And I took a goodie powder and that goodie powder made me feel like shit. And people always say, just take a goodie powder for you. Mm-mm. I literally just don't take, I don't like medicine, y'all. I just don't like medicine. Um, I either thug it out or um, find another method. But I, I just really don't like stuff like that. But anyway, this little weight gain that I just recently experienced, I can definitely say I could see the meals. I could see that they didn't make sense. And I could see that tomorrow... I'm changing my mind, but I'm still going to stop at McDonald's. Um, Food can be sort of an addiction for me. A lot of people don't know that. Um, A lot of people in my family have addictive personalities. And thankfully, I haven't fallen into their addictions, but I have different ones. Food is definitely one of them. And I've just been disciplined from what I've learned in the Navy and through coping skills, etc., to control them, right? Um, and snap out of it for lack of a better term and hitting 170 is definitely a big way to snap out of it but the gout man the gout comes from (laughs) comes from fried food and I mean so let me tell y'all what my notes say about the gout man Y'all, this is just really funny that gout is a form of arthritis characterized by severe pain, redness, and tenderness in joints. Pain and inflammation occur when too much uric acid crystallizes and deposits in the joints. It's very common, more than 3 million U.S. cases per year, treated by a medical professional, requires a medical diagnosis, and lab tests. Right. Symptoms of gout, severe pain. I already said that attacks can come suddenly often at night. So I was definitely experiencing um, nighttime attacks, if that makes any sense. I was only noticing like at first my toe was getting numb. And the reason why I told you guys about the epilepsy, um, to tie all this in, neurology, I'm about to fuck this word up, y'all. What is this word? See, I be fucking up words too. One of my friends, close friends, Terry, he always makes fun of me. He's always making fun of um, my use of big words, right? (laughs) And... I did used to read the dictionary when I was younger, 
But at the same time, there are some words that will beat my ass. So I have a neurologist. That's not the word that I was looking for, obviously. Um, I don't want to get joned about this. So I'm not even going to try to butcher that word. But a part of her study is not just epilepsy. It's nerves. It's um, things that nerves, the nervous system have. And I'm an air traffic controller. I'm not a neurologist. So I'm really not going to get too deep into it. But like carpal tunnel, you wouldn't think that has something to do with neurology, but it has everything to do with it. Um, arthritis sometimes. And uh, I didn't even know that, you know, when I was going getting MRIs and stuff, that she was looking at my nerves too. She gave me a nerve test the other day. Um, she's very hands-on. Um, she scolds me for not wanting to take my medicine, but she's definitely very hands-on. And you know why though? Because my insurance pays for all of these tests. A lot of them come back normal. So my nerve test came back normal. And that's when she was like, you probably got the gout. So (laughs) the reason why I thought it was neurology and had something to do with epilepsy is because, um, since I've been diagnosed and since I've been in and out of medicine, I've noticed that um, my nerves do. It's just a weird feeling like it's just a weird, weird, weird feeling. And if someone else experiences this, would love to talk about it. But it's kind of like sometimes I don't want to scare any of my friends or whatever, but like. Like my whole hand or my whole arm would just go numb. So when my toe went numb, <laughs> that's what I thought that feeling was, right? No, no, no. That was the gout. And my toe had been going numb at night for like over a year. But the other day I got up to walk somewhere. I said, man, what mosquito done bit me on my foot? I got up and ate some JJ's. I went to bed. I don't know why I got out to bed, ate some JJ's, went to bed. I don't know. I don't have an answer to these questions why I do some of the stupid shit that I do. However, I did it. So I woke up in the middle of the night and my foot was like, bitch, bitch, bitch. So yeah, my neurologist was like, you know, we're going to run a couple more tests, but this sounds like it's something else. It's not carpal tunnel. You don't have arthritis, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, I got the gout. Who else is in their 30s with the gout? Like, I honestly, when I found out, I was like, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast because I feel like it's a lot of people and I'm pretty in shape. So if I'm dealing with this, it's got to be a lot of other people dealing with something similar. And this has to be a relatable post. I know the heartburn is relatable. And I just started getting heartburn and um, acid reflux recently. But I know people that's like 21, 22 years old that have, you know, acid reflux really bad to the point where they have to really restrict their diet in the 20s, you know. So this isn't an age necessarily. Think The gout is. I think this is definitely because I'm getting old. But acid reflux and stuff, that can hit anybody at any time, you know. What's up, man? Talk to me. Is this relatable? (laughs) Or am I just old? Am I just getting old before my time? Is, you know, 
the the Megan Thee Stallion knees might be about to go next, man. They might be about. To, I mean, it just happened overnight too, y'all. It just happened literally overnight. Now I got a goddamn. Why well, I didn't eat salads all day yesterday? When I tell you, just one day of diet change, my foot feels completely different. And they say to stay away from alcohol. I really only drink on the weekends anyway. So, um, yeah, we'll see about that. I'm going to change my diet first. We'll see. We'll see about that. I do think that this could be a lot worse. If I didn't work out consistently, I take probiotics consistently, fiber, pro and prebiotics. I mean, every single day I do stuff like that. Um, so I do think that it could be worse and to think that people deal with this in a worse scenario than what I'm dealing with, man, I mean, it is definitely all about diet, diet change and moving your body. Definitely. So if you can relate, man, let's talk about it. Maybe we could talk about holistic methods together. So y'all know, I like to kind of go over older episodes when I'm just sitting here by myself. And um, the last episode was really good. Um, I did want to. Like I was listening, I was like, dang, why I ain't say this? Why I ain't say that? And there was a mention of Rice Street. <laughs> and it's really funny because my mom and both my brothers have been to Rice Street. So for those who don't live in Atlanta, Rice Street is a very popular jail uh, for the county that um Currently, Young Thug and Gunna and Lucci are all housed at currently. Um, but yeah, my mom and my just a random fun fact about me. My mom and my two brothers have all been to Rice Street. My mom has actually been to every jail here in Atlanta. But my two brothers have only been to Rice Street. Yeah, that's a very fun fact, you know. <laughs> I hear a lot of people love to hear like that side of me. Like I you can't get all of that in an Instagram picture that story of mine that is so dynamic. You're not going to get it in a picture. I don't know why people expect that. You got to listen to the podcast, man. I'm I'm going to talk about it. What did you like about the last episode? It was a lot of motivation in there. And I would like more affirmations. And I like sitting down, talking to people. People are very interesting. People's stories are very interesting. Whether you went through a lot, whether you didn't go through shit at all. Um, they're very interesting. And I can't wait to sit down. With everybody again, man, like looking forward to it. I got a couple dates set up with previous guests already so we can sit and talk shit again. Sign up, man. This train is moving all aboard, man. Hop on. So I'm going to use the rest of this time to catch up on social media, um, things that I posted on TikTok. One thing that I posted... <clears throat> today that I feel really passionate about, which I would love to sit and talk to a female guest about this, a judgmental one too. I know don't nobody want to admit that they're judgmental. 
but or should I say an opinionated one where your opinion you you want other people to agree with your opinion at all times. That's how I will word that. So if you're a a female that that fits that description, hit me up, man. We're going to have a real fun conversation. Really fun. So this TikTok video is titled Why do women think that we have to live the same life? And I use the example of a friend of mine that years ago, like early to um 2010s. Is that what we call 2010? Because it's not early 2000s, but it ain't 2020. Interesting. But anyway, between 2010 and 2012, this friend was like, you living with this man, y'all in a relationship, y'all love each other, you might as well get married. And I was like, no, we good. And she was extremely harsh. Like, well, that's stupid. Like, you're supposed to do what's right. And the Bible says this and you need to be married. And what about taxes and stuff like that? And just get married. Like, why not? And I'm like, I'm supposed to be happy, sis. Like, you're supposed to be happy. We're all supposed to be happy. So that's what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to get married. I'm just trying to be happy. And that just went over her head. Anyway, years later, this same individual married, extremely unhappy, at the bar every night, dreading going home because her house was just a jail sentence, like just hated it. But you're married. So that's why my happy statement, and we actually had a conversation about this. She she was like, I finally get it. She'll look slow. She'll never admit that she'll look slow. But it took her a minute for what I said. Hey, man, you got to choose happiness. You got to choose yourself, and you have to choose happiness. I'm very passionate about my happiness. Very. Nothing's going to come in between me and happiness. Nothing, Okay. Because if I'm not happy, I can't even raise my son. You know what I mean? Like, you can't even put your kids in between that. You have to be happy. Um, And it's a thin line with that. I mean, my mom, you could say my mom ultimately chose happiness. I mean, that's that's kind of fucked up. But that's why I said it's a, it's a very thin line. It's a very thin line. Your, your kids should really be like right there, too. Like your kids actually should make you happy. But sometimes, you know, postpartum is a bitch too. So that's why I want to sit down and have this topic with a woman, an opinionated woman that, you know, we can debate friendly about, (laughs) about this topic because, hey man, one thing 37 is showing me is that I was right about a lot of shit. And that was when I remember feeling bad. I remember thinking like, damn, am I supposed to get married? Okay. I mean, I still made my own decisions and I almost did. (laughs) I almost did. I was real close. And I hate to sound like that cliche television show where they say, why mess up something that's not broken? Like we good, like we are, but I get, I get what they, 
mean by that? Uh, first of all, marriage is just a piece of paper in America. So, come on, ladies, who want who want to um debate me on this topic? <laughs> Choose happiness, man. And my advice for my younger women, and I said this in the TikTok video also. Do not let anyone define your choices as stupid. Do not let anyone define your choices as less than. Take it a step further. I'm going to need you not to do that either. I need you to mind your business and stay in your lane. I need you to just be a friend to your friends. We can hold each other accountable without being judgmental. Um, that was a very judgmental thing. For that friend to say to me, like, you should be married, that's stupid, turn her nose up. And then she had to go through it to see, oh, that that's what she meant. You got to be happy. Oh, could the, the marriage shit, on, on, it, it paid my bills, I guess, but that's about it. I'm goddamn crying on the ride home from the bar every night, sad and depressed, because I don't like the motherfuckers in my house. <laughs> And I like, you know, well, I can't, you know, one thing about me, I can't listen to somebody vent about something that they was just judgmental to me about. Like, it's kind of like, well, that's what you get. Okay. I'll talk to you later. So, um, I also can't listen to people vent when I told them that what they, the decision they was about to make wasn't a good one. So. For instance, if I have a friend that had a few drinks and I say, hey, man, maybe you shouldn't drive home. No, I'm good. And then they call me. I'll probably bail you out. If you're a close friend, I'll come bail you out. But you better be quiet in that motherfucking car. I don't want to hear shit. Man, Man, that cop had something against me because his auntie was fucking with my cousin back in the... You better shut the fuck up. I'll go send you right back to that jail cell because I told your ass not to drive. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible with that. Horrible with that. Another video I made is actually applicable to this weekend. People was sending DMs and asking, hey, man, how you doing? I'm going to be in Atlanta this weekend. And can you give me some brunch spots or things to do? Or what's up? And I'm like, didn't I ask you to like my business or sign up for emails or? Okay. You ain't do none of that, but you want me to stop what I'm doing as a woman, as a mom. You want me to stop my job right now to, to help you out when Google is there. You know, you, you want my firsthand account. Cause you see me on social media doing all these things. You want my firsthand account on my recommendations of what to do in the city. Right. But you ain't did shit for me. And don't plan on doing it either. You just want me to do you a favor right now. Stop what I'm doing and do you a favor. So if you haven't figured out, I'm trying to solicit uh, guests to talk to about these things. If you are a business owner and you want to vent and you want to, because I know a lot of business owners that are sick of that shit. People will call you and ask you for a discount. Ain't even ask you, how you doing? How your mama know? Just what what sale you got? Or what what else can you do for me? Let me let me just ask to borrow some money or borrow some time or 
Nah, man. Come on. Let me, let me get a guess with that topic, too, because that really grinded my gears. I mean, golly. And you try to be a positive business owner, but that could be really heavy, man. Like people will really drain you and not replenish anything. Focus on who's focused on you and try to keep being a support system. Um, that's a, just going to be my rule of thumb. I'm going to seek out minority businesses and I'm going to seek out women businesses. But at the same time, I'm going to support those that support me. And if I ever ask for a favor, I'm going to damn sure go like their business page. I'm going to sh- do something. And if I haven't, golly, man, like, I'm probably not going to ask them for a favor. <laughs> it's just that simple. It's just that simple. I'm probably just not going to ask them for a favor. Um, That's just how that works. It's the audacity for me. A few more social media wrap-ups. Please wear new sundresses this summer, not the ones you sleep and fry chicken in. I really felt attacked by that one. I do have some sundress sundresses on a uh, picture me living. So check me out. Picture me living dot store. But no, I do feel attacked with that one. Um, I do get up. First of all, if you're frying chicken in a sundress, I mean, hats off to you. That means that you got dressed in the house and you cared about your aesthetics for the day. So don't let social media force you into, you know, Bitch, you look good. You got up and you got dressed and you got fly and you fried that chicken in that sundress. Don't be frying chicken though if you got the gout. Good goddamn, you want that gout gonna be flared up. Mm-mm. But yeah, if you want a new sundress, picture me living dot store. What else was funny on social this week? I take everything personal. You know what you're doing. We wrong. I'm actually trying not to take things as personal. This actually deserves its own topic because I've, I've touched on this. I do believe people know what the fuck they're doing. My therapists swear up and down people don't be knowing. And by the way, from the last episode, uh, I did talk to my therapist and the website that she uses uh, is free to me. No copay because of my insurance. So if you have a specific insurance um, it will be free or to be a discounted copay. I will provide her information one day, not this episode, but, uh, she actually agreed to be a guest. So we'll talk therapy and momming and all of that stuff. And, uh, maybe her and I can debate this topic. <laughs> people, people be knowing what the fuck they doing, man. People be knowing. And that's why I take shit personal, but I'm, I'm learning you know what it's something that's happening right now that I'm trying not to take personally because it'll ruin my day so if anything I'll I'll agree with my therapist on that I don't want the taking of things personally to slow my day down or affect my mental health but 
I'm not going to agree <laughs> on the fact that people don't be know people be knowing what the fuck they doing. I'm sorry. You are an adult, especially at the age that I met and the people I'm surrounded by. If you are over 30, you done live some life. You know when you're not being a supportive friend. You know when you slick dissing somebody on the internet. You know when you finna call and ask somebody for money and, and lie about it. You know, and I'm just giving examples, y'all. I'm just giving examples. For instance, my son does not know yet that when he calls me and asks me for money, that maybe I should call her and say, hey, first, you know, what we just talked about. Maybe I should say, hey, mommy, how you doing? You look nice today in that sundress frying that chicken, right? Um, He doesn't know that. I'm teaching him that. But when he got down 35, he's going to know. To say all that shit before he call and ask for some money. And then at that age, to take it a step further, he's going to know that he's lying about what he needs the money for. So <laughs> when I catch him in the lie and I, I'm a, I'm allowed to take that personally, I'm sorry. I'm going to take that. Per- People be knowing. People be knowing, man. Women be knowing when they be messy. And men. Men are messy, too. But I, I just know for a fact women are smarter. So women be knowing when they being messy, when they when they got down doing some underhanded shit and talking about somebody. Listen, y'all be knowing. Y'all be knowing. That's why I like that meme and I saved it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one is a good one. Cause I guess something happened with Honey Pot recently. And uh I seen a meme that said, warm water cleans a coochie just fine. <laughs> you don't need honey pot or a summer's eve or a vagisil. Who, <laughs> who want to be a guest and talk about this? Because, bruh, if y'all don't pop some probiotics and got down, stop leaving the hot girl summer. <sighs> stop taking hot girl summer too far, man. And men, if you care about the coochie, don't be bringing her somebody else's pH balance. And it's not as simple as taking a shower, guys. Like, it's you, you, you really. Who want to talk? Who want to talk to me about this? Who want to sit down on this other microphone and talk to me about this? I'm soliciting guests for all of these topics because this is a serious one right there. Ooh, we. I definitely say that. Say, ooh, I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait to talk about that because I'm not finna spend my money on none of those products. What happened with Honey Pot? Somebody want to tell me that? I know they was black owned business and I guess something happened and that's why the internet was buzzing that day about that. Uh, So let me go over one more meme. I like this one, obviously. It's very positive. If you do these for 30 days, you will be unrecognizable. Sleep eight plus hours. Drink two liter minimum of water every day. That's impossible. Get sun daily. Uh, no sugar. That's impossible too. Read for 30 minutes a day. Work out three times a week. Eat fruits, veggies daily. And meditate at least 10 minutes a day. I have definitely added 
meditation to a regular routine. I mean, regularly, like I mentioned earlier in in this episode, like if I look back on a lot of shit that I was right about in my twenties and I didn't doubt myself, I would have been had a successful podcast. Like, wow. Like intuitively my intuition is unmatched. And that's not an opinion. <laughs> that's that's really a fact. And if I get myself out of certain situations, um, certain negative energy, which some of it's unavoidable. I can't pick who I love. I can't pick who loves me. And I can't pick my family. So I could tell that my intuition definitely gets polluted with stuff like that. Um, the example that I use about the young lady saying that I needed to be married, you know, um, 10 years later, who's laughing now? So had I looked at that intuitively meditated on it and really spiritually evolved with that concept, oh my God, like where, where would I be right now? Just from that one thing that I was right about. So definitely meditating more when I dream. I wake up, I even have a notepad near me. I wake up and I jot it down. I jot it down. No matter how silly the dream is. And if you would like for me to interpret your dreams, send me a message, man. I think it's really fun to do that. <laughs> like, And sometimes I have a dream. Like I had one last night and uh, it was so stupid and it involved you know, dreams are stupid. None of the shit goes together. None of the people go together. Like, why the fuck was you in my dream, right? And uh, one of Ken's friends was in my dream and they was calling his name in a regular way. Kenyon Dixon, Kenyon Dixon, Kenyon Dixon. And they was calling his name from down the street. And Ken avoided him. And <laughs> today in real life, not in my dream, this friend went and hung out with some other friends without him. And I was like, when I told you about that dream this morning, that was your cue to call him and be like, hey, what's up? And then you would have got invited to this fun thing that they were doing. Now you and your feelings. Like, I don't know why I had the dreams that I have. And I don't know why I'm not dreaming about the winning lottery numbers. Um, But I'm not going to question God. Maybe that's where these dreams are leading me. <laughs> And other people have dreams and they've come to me and be like, man, you was in my dream or I had this dream or blah, blah, blah. And it's very fun interpreting them. And you too can do that. Um, That's what meditation is about. It's about being quiet and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your mind. And the more you meditate, the deeper you go in your mind, into your thought process and into your intuition. So... I said all that to say that last one, I am definitely, definitely meditating more, definitely more happy. If I could just fix my diet and get, get rid of the goddamn gout, boy, I'm going to be a force to reckon with shawty. So yeah, this was mainly about soliciting guests and, uh, I want to, I want to talk to y'all, man. I really want to get into some things with y'all. So a random podcasting fact, and I'm not sure if others do this when they're podcasting alone, 
And I'm not sure if this is a tip if you want to start a podcast and you're afraid of talking to yourself in air quotations. I don't do these in one sitting. Like between the last pseudo topic and now was like a 15 minute like check on my dogs. Um, I text a friend back. June is on a date actually, so... Um, I've stopped this like 80 times in the 48 minutes <laughs> to check his location because that's I'm a helicopter mom. And for the people that say that that's asinine and they pick on me for being a helicopter mom, don't you wish that these school shooters had helicopter moms? Moment of silence for that. I don't think y'all need to pick on me for that ever again, actually. I looked through my son's phone, and he's nowhere near a school shooter. I mean, his personality is a complete 180 from any idiot that picks up a gun, takes it to an elementary school, and do what the fuck them idiots did. Or any idiot that targets a, a race of people for for fucking what you know what I mean like nah nah that's not that's not the person that I raised that his dad raised that his stepdad raised what I look for though is bullying I look for if he's the bully let's be very clear um do you really know your teenager do you remember being a teenager and being your own person and having your own mind that your parents ain't even know? It's a few of y'all that was fast as hell and your mama was okay with that. It's a very small percentage, though. Most of us were adults at 14, 15, 16 years old, and we knew what the fuck we wanted in life. We were stupid as fuck. Now, let's be clear. And this this generation of teenagers has an extra, you know, it's like parsley. It's like it's a little extra ounce of stupid, you know. Um, so, And that's why, because they have access to social media that we didn't have. They have access to the Internet, YouTube. We, they, just ha- they just have so much, so much more at their fingertips. So, yes, I look through my son's phone. I look and see where he's at when he's somewhere without me with a whole bunch of dumbass teenagers. You know why? And I told him this, just using where he's at right now, for an example, which is Atlantic Station. Um, they had a ban on teenagers a while ago. A outdoor mall had a ban on teenagers in the blackest city in America, right? So who do you think that targeted? Kids that look exactly like my son. So yes, I want to know where the fuck he is, okay? And I I text him. I'm going to text him again as soon as I stop with this topic. And I'm going to text him again. Yo, you good? You good? You good? And I went over with him. Uh, This is another podcast topic that I can solicit a guest. How do you handle your teenagers with all the access that they have? Have you had to talk about what to do in the event that they're pulled over? That the police questions them because my son has heard that talk a million times and each time he intently listens because he knows what's going on. He he watches the news. He he sees all this stuff that's happening. So, um, yeah, 
What y'all think about that? I know, I know it's a lot of y'all that be like, let that boy live. Yeah, okay. But anyway, back to the original point. Like, you can break up your podcast topics. You can take a break after you get a point out. And you can walk around, reevaluate, refresh your mind. You can even do it tomorrow. You can just save your work, get back to it. Um, it is pretty difficult to sit down for 45 minutes to an hour to just talk by yourself. Absolutely. I agree with that. So that is a tip that 28 episodes in, I have definitely learned when I don't have a guest to, you know, just every 10 minutes, stop, think about it. So I don't stay on a topic too long or it's just something that I just felt on my heart to pass along. Maybe people want to begin their own podcast. It's really not easy, but once you get it started, it flows. When I do have a guest, I try to roll straight through it. I feel like it's more natural. Um, but I have had to stop a couple of times. Um, the longer ones that go over an hour, I've had to stop. And, you know, refresh the hookah. I know y'all can hear the hookah in the background when my homies be over. Um, we are going to have a um, Range Rover Studios is still open, by the way. <laughs> but I do want a co-working space to set up the camera and have uh, friends of friends, too. So if you think that you want to be a guest, but you don't know me that well and still hit me up. We can talk. We can work something out. We can work something out with this co-working space and uh, sit down and get into some things. So, yeah, hit up the sale. Hit me up with your dreams, with your aspirations, with your affirmations. Hit me up with any feedback. Leave a review. Five star, please. And also spread the word of the podcast. Most importantly, if you want to be a guest, hit me up. If you want to talk about any of these things, these are the next few topics that are coming up. So <laughs> hit me up, y'all. Have a blessed weekend. Great holiday.